0: Last time on Cloudfall. The party is doing everything they can to help the smallest of folk. They spent some time planning their next move with Maisie Muldrift, the Mad Mage, and then immediately put it into action. After receiving a parting gift from Prince Volvin, they took an expedition, mounted on their rodent fleet out to a secret tunnel that would lead them deeper into Small Castle. They found themselves in a rat race, chased down by the shadowy vermin that populate the island. And yet they were successful. They were able to restore the broken barrier that protects the citizens of Tiny Castle proper. They then left to explore deeper, to find within the real source of the issues they find themselves facing, the issues that haunt small castles past. Just moments ago, a small legion of Dullahan, accompanied by a floating mass of fused heads, entered the scene and it would seem that everything is coming to a head. Find yourselves in a dark, old, haunted, musty kitchen in the basement of Small Castle. Six floating Dollahan heads on one side, three marching Dollahan bodies on the other. You are being pincer attacked in this kitchen. Everyone, roll initiative. <laughs> oh no.
1: I got a dirty 20. <laughs> I'm not prepared.
2: 15? For Doran. For Doran. Yep. Guy? Four, please.
3: <laughs> oh
0: no. Journey.
3: Journey got a thirteen. That probably got a fifteen lives mm-hmm. in my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never leaves. And Aaron. Sixteen. Perfect. Good
4: job,
0: everybody else. <laughs> Combat begins. You can all smell the burning of those heads. It's kicking out this sulfurous smoke that's also filling the air. You can see its eyes are glowing at random. The bodies are marching in towards you. It's hard to triage what to attack first, but Guy, you are stunned. You are stuck in your own head. Guy, upon seeing these faces, they are all familiar to you. And when they say traitor, they're talking to you and just you. Guy, we flashback. Several years ago, you're standing in a dark barn. You're standing on dirt and hay, and you're brushing your loyal, winged steed. And just outside, you can hear a roaring chant, but you can't quite make it out. Suddenly, a blast of horns signals your entry. It's time for your ceremony.
4: Hmm, all ready? Are you ready, steed?
0: Mm. Very well. There's a creak of the barn doors. Guy, you're walking down a grand promenade in the center of Lodum, nearing the gates of the keep. Massive crowds are here on either side for your celebration, in which Grand Executor Viren names you commander of Lodum's legions. The day you are bestowed with the Great Blade of Lodum. You slowly walk towards Grand Executor Viren. You hear her words ringing through your head from just the night before. Something has them working against us. Sabotaging our every move. Our kingdom suffers. Do what a general must do. Take control. Regain loyalty. And serve Lodom. You're standing right in front of Viren right now. She smiles at you and holds down the sword.
4: It is a great honor, Viren. I'm not sure all this pomp and circumstance is necessary, but... I will do what I must to serve
0: Lotum. She kind of holds the sword as she's giving it to you. A little longer than you expected. She says, Will you? Will you do everything that's necessary? I think by now I have proven that I will. She smirks. And we're back into that room. (laughs) What actually startles you awake is Poppy, because she's the first to snap into action.
1: Am I? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Guy, what do you think is the most important taking out the heads or taking out the bodies?
4: I've found the body to be the more dangerous part. Try not to look them in the eyes either.
1: Dude, what? What?
4: (laughs) I mean, uh, body will stab, but eyes will get in your head.
1: Right. Is it just one body or is it all the bodies separate? Three bodies, six heads.
3: Oh my god, we already killed the other three bodies. Oh wow.
1: Oh, we did, yeah. They they didn't have heads. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Okay, I'll pull out a lemon wedge. Okay. And cast lemon whip. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Stream of acid emanates in a
0: 30
1: foot line.
0: 30 foot lime. <laughs> I thought you said it was lemon.
1: <laughs> 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 30 foot lime.
0: <laughs> That's a big lime. Poppy took
1: one
2: level of fruit ninja. <laughs>
1: nice. Oh, <shit. laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, did you say food ninja? <laughs> <laughs> they have to make a dex save.
0: Okay.
1: Take that.
0: Uh, not super agile, these things. Uh, they came out with a total of 11.
1: My spell save, I believe, is 14. You got him. Okay. And then it is uh, 44. Nice. 12 acid damage.
0: But not until its turn, correct?
1: 12 acid damage, but not until its turn. Mm.
0: <laughs> Poppy, you uh, throw out this line of lemon juice uh, that just goes, like, squirting away from you and it just lands on the dull head and they just keep marching forward, but you, even so, just kind of nod to yourself like, got <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> Takes a bit to set in and then starts to burn.
0: Yeah, after their first couple steps, you start to see it bubble on their skin <laughs> and armor. At the same time, you hear a gout of flame erupting behind you, and between every turn in this combat, somebody will be struck with scorching rays. Oh, boy. By From whom?
5: The- yeah, by whom?
0: Heads. That would be Aaron. This time,
5: those bastards.
0: Aaron, uh, does a ten hit you? No. Okay. A green scorching ray uh, sears up against the wall, narrowly missing you, Aaron. You can feel the heat of it as it traces a line across the wall. You can see this head mass as it's spinning and rotating and undulating towards you. At random, they'll just open their mouths and spit beams of fire across this room. Uh, it is now the head's turn. All right, forget what I said about the heads. <laughs> Um, you all see the heads stare down at Poppy. Guy, you can see that this thing has intent. It is locked onto her and moving towards Poppy at a rapid speed. At the same time, it cries out, Each of those Dullahan charge at its command. One attack is going to go for Poppy. Uh, That is a 13 to hit, Poppy.
1: My AC is 13.
0: Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. pizza. (laughs) Uh, Nine bludgeoning damage, Poppy, as you are struck by a mighty hammer.
6: The first
0: first dollar hand steps forward and smacks you with a hammer, and you go sailing a couple feet away and land on your feet. Um, another, wielding a flail, begins to spin it around overhead and brings it down on Doran. Uh, only ten to hit Doran. Nah. All right. Uh, the last one, wielding a pair of gladius. Going after journey with a natural one.
3: Does not hit and it also it's gladii in the plural.
0: Very good.
3: <laughs> That's a fun Latin fact for you.
0: Okay, with a natural one. It walks towards you and thrusts out a gladius, drops it. It lands point first, bounces up into your hand.
3: <laughs> That's yours now. <laughs> I have a gladius.
1: <laughs> That's also so he doesn't have to say the... Gladius. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is actually the head's turn. It is now Aaron.
5: Ooh. Don't like these heads. Aaron is going to hide. Bonus action hide.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh Still check for me.
5: 29. You hidden. (laughs) Yeah, Aaron's going to hide behind um, some crates of empty wine bottles. Yeah.
0: Aaron, you notice you're in direct line of sight of one of the Dullahan bodies, but that doesn't matter one bit. They can't see. They don't have heads.
5: Oh, I was (laughs) like, huh? Um, Aaron's actually going to shoot a crossbow bolt and aim for the heads that just beamed um, a light at them. Yep. I'm going to use my new Diabalo's Machinations, which is my new crossbow. Um, and then I have Diabalo's Concoctions, which are loaded up arrows, um, crossbow bolts that have special effects. So I'm going to load. Do I have to tell you which one? You don't have to. Okay. I'm oh. going to try to roll the hit first. Yeah, sure. I'm going to use one of them. I have six. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> Nat 20. <So> oh, my <laughs> God. Very cool. On the heads? So good. Yeah, on the heads. That's cool. Okay. Um. Okay. And then I'm hidden
0: so that's yep uh well you have advantage on the attack but you already rolled a 20. yeah let's have you roll another d20 that's
5: no, a five okay Holy.
0: good all right what was the uh concoction <laughs> that you used
5: silent violet okay which makes the target glow with violet light mm-hmm. and prevents spell casting for one minute
0: okay You also can, with Diabolo's Machination, since you hit this person, Mm -hmm. you can squeeze the trigger again and take another shot with disadvantage. Mm
5: -hmm. With disadvantage? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll try again. I'll also use another concoction arrow.
0: I'll put a limit on that one.
5: I can't use it again? Yeah, I'm
0: gonna say you can't use two of those. Your secondary arrow will always just be a preloaded bolt, like a plain one that's ready to go.
5: It's like in the hatch, it falls in. Exactly. Ready to go. (laughs) Wow. Are my attack rolls? Do I
3: have you're rolling powerful?
5: Okay, the first hit is 26 and it silences them essentially. 26 damage, yep, very cool. Okay, and then the second hit, I'm assuming, also hit.
0: Uh, what was the number on that one? I didn't even check, it was 22. 22. Oh, yeah,
5: six, so 10. And that was just normal on another head,
0: they're all fused together. Oh great. It's all one thing. That's
5: great for being. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now they're silenced hopefully from casting spells for 1 minute.
0: Yeah. You see from some unseen hiding spot a violet glowing bolt shoots across the room and lands right into this mass of fused heads. It sh- hits it shit's one. It hits one right in the forehead and you can see immediately these veins start to creep out in bright glowing violet like a UV light and then just spreads across the entire body. This thing is one. Very easy to see and find. Two, silenced. You see those flames die down all around it. At the end of your turn, Aaron, it spins around again and goes, but this time, the flames barely escape its mouth.
5: Take that, suckers.
0: (laughs) Next up is Doran. Fuck. Did you I'm Google doing capybaras. I was looking at capybaras <laughs> the whole fucking time.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I have a complicated thing that I'm really just making sure I'm getting right. Okay. Doran um, pulls out his fancy short sword. He's used to a rapier, so he like pulls his arm out way further than he needed to. <laughs> <was> <laughs> Um, okay. Uh and he gives uh like a little nod to Journey mm-hmm. and giving Journey uh, Bardic Inspo. Ooh. Inspiration for That's all it takes is a nod now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and then he uh nudges Guy and just kind of gives like a hell yeah look. So um, when Guy acts, I'm going to run with Guy and use a help action to faint and give Guy advantage on his attack. Very cool, okay. Mm. That's
0: <laughs> my turn. <laughs> Just faint.
6: He swoons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: All right, that Doran. might change
0: what I was planning to do with my turn. Oh. <laughs> Doran sets up multiple people for success here and Journey, it's on you.
3: Oh, shit, okay. I will... Use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on one of the bodies, whichever one is closest to me. Mm-hmm. Probably the one that took damage. Okay. And then I am going to shoot with a bow. Your cool bow? With my cool bow, but it is not lit up because I used my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. 17 to hit.
0: Oh yeah. Okay.
3: That's three damage.
5: Yes. Yeah! Yay yeah,
3: yeah. Applause
2: For Journey. Do you have a Dex mod?
3: Oh yeah, I forgot. Six damage. Yeah, yes.
5: hey. Even Double better. It. Hunter's
0: Mark, Feybuds.
5: Double it.
3: I forgot Hunter's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yay! It's gonna end up being
0: like 30 damage.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I don't think Journey's ever hit that bad I'm ever. So, I'm so sorry, everybody. I love this. 12 damage. Yeah. <laughs>
5: He's on fire. Better
0: journey you loose an arrow and you're pretty sure that you missed and then you looked up and oh you actually had oh god oh, damn you got him right in the heart
3: okay sure <laughs> <laughs> and my, my swarm was kind of like uh, and then went for it anyway yeah <laughs> they look back at you like i don't know what do i do <laughs> <laughs> and finally
0: with all the support in the world guy all it's your right. turn
3: Oh shit, I have a second attack. <laughs> so sorry. Jesus Christ. Too late yes, now. That's so good.
0: Guy, you hoist your sword above your head, and journey like bumps in front of you.
3: <laughs> oh, excuse me, guy. Sorry, I have one more. Right ahead. It doesn't hit.
2: Jesus Christ, Tara, I gave you Bardock and Spo.
3: Woo!
4: It's a hit. It's gotta be.
3: 16.
0: Does not hit. Oh, okay. Okay. Guys, I You kick it, two. it out there, AC. <laughs> you keep the bardic inspiration.
3: That's not even probably right. I don't know. Whatever. It's right. It's right. <sighs> oh, all right. Someone <laughs> else go. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: guy looks over at the
4: um, Dolahan body that's moving toward Poppy. And then he looks at the heads. And when he looks at the heads, he gets like a splitting headache. Just doesn't like looking at those heads. Mm-hmm. He knows those faces. He kind of uh, reels back a bit and then clutches his cloak of small castle that he got. Yeah, okay. He looks at the two again and he pulls off the cloak, makes it bigger, and then runs over to drape the
0: cloak over the heads. (laughs) Oh my god, I love
3: that. I love
0: that so much.
3: No thank you. We're just gonna
0: not look at you anymore. (laughs) We'll call that a bonus action. Um, Give me a contested grapple for that. Okay.
3: What are they grappling with their teeth?
0: Yeah, you're contesting against heads (laughs) that are trying to grapple. So they have disadvantage, but sure. Uh, 17?
5: Nine. (laughs) Yes. All
0: right. you make this thing (laughs) massive this cloak of small castle you rip it off your back and just at your whim uh, as you're walking away with it it just the back of it stays where you were and it just gets bigger and bigger as you walk towards the heads and you toss it over and you can just see the vague outline of heads underneath pushing away you know you can see like the outline of their eye sockets and their mouths as they kind of (laughs) (laughs) push up against it but they can't see anymore
5: it's just now, like, a kid's costume Halloween ghost. Exactly. <laughs> Walking around.
4: <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Doran. Shall we? Of course. No. Uh, I'm going to run up and attack the,
0: the body closest to Poppy.
6: Okay.
5: The body-yaddy-yaddy. Cool.
0: Doran, you are coming for the body, and uh, what do you do to kind of distract this thing?
2: Um, I, like, run up in front of Guy, mm-hmm. ready to make a slash. So I slash and then just roll off to the side yeah. to let, like... Him go through
0: on it. Yeah. So. Uh, the Dullahan reacts to your near miss on that. It has some sense of the things around it. It gets ready and turns to strike you, Doran. Guy, you have a clear shot at this thing on its broadside. Uh twenty-four. <laughs> Nail him. Mm-hmm.
4: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sixteen for the first damage. Wow. Wow. Wow
0: indeed. Alright, right, uh, you bring your sword down through this thing and you can see it's immediately bloodied.
6: Wow.
0: All right,
4: I will do my second attack. Very good. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Same roll, 24.
0: Perfect. 15 damage. Yeah. Woo! The one you are attacking right now is the one that went after Poppy. This thing has a mighty hammer. Um, You can almost hear a name in the back of your head as you go to strike this thing. In addition to their faces, Guy, their weapons stand out to you. It is now the body's turn.
1: Take damage, bitch! Very
0: good, okay. Uh, You see their skin and their armor is bubbling with something wet. I don't know if you all saw in the beginning of this fight, Poppy coated them all in acid lemon juice. Uh, That 12 acid damage now sinks in. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) The one with the hammer guy goes to raise it above their head and you just hear this and their arm falls off. <laughs> as the acid has rotted through their bone. Wow. You see the hammer begin to melt on the floor. This thing tries to fall towards you, to grapple you, to do something and you can feel it slide against you as its skin sloughs off and it falls to the ground. Yeah. Vanquished, you see it start to burn and turn to ash. Nice. Two Dolla Hands, one massive heads under a blanket.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, did the other ones get hit with the spray or no? Yep. Okay. So they
0: took that 12 damage as well. Cool. The one with the Gladius, the singular, is going after Journey to try to get it back. This would give an opportunity to attack to Doran and Guy.
1: Technical question Can uh, yep. they see where they're going with their heads covered? No, they
0: can't. I am giving them disadvantage on their attacks from now on okay. for being blinded. <laughs>
1: Just nice. like, just like the
0: ones were before.
2: Uh, opportunity attack. I,
0: I technically don't get one because I used a reaction to a ready action. Yes.
4: Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Twenty-seven.
2: Wow. Yeah,
4: that hits.
5: Oh. Wow, Thomas.
0: Mm, Fourteen damage. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Making a short work of
5: these. Chop them up.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're a practiced guy. Who knows. <laughs> Um, journey, even so, this thing triumphs, and it keeps stepping through the attacks to get to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It ends up with a 15 to hit. That hits. All right. That is a gladius, but only one of them, since you have the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: that is nine slashing damage. I need you to make a dexterity save. Okay. Uh, Give yourself plus three for being next to a paladin.
3: Hey. Jeez.
0: That moment when everyone starts to click and the yeah. DM starts to piss himself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 22.
0: Okay, yeah, you save. Um, It was trying to pull a little maneuver that would disarm you. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, And I said, no, this is mine now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This last one is going to go for Guy, get a little vengeance. Guy, this flail is whistling overhead and then he brings the ball down on you. Disadvantage. It's a damn shame, you rolled a two and then a natural one. Oh! (laughs) Oh, man does flail himself um, that's good yeah we'll have him hit himself um, <laughs> he's swinging the flail around guy and you've been in this situation before you stick your sword up for one second and you hit the middle of the links of the flail it rounds a lot quicker than he thought swings back and hits him in the face
3: <laughs> well neck <laughs>
0: well <laughs> hits him right in the neck <laughs> You can see this thing is thoroughly discombobulated. It slams its own self in the damn shoulder, and it kind of, like, wheels around to see who did that.
1: <laughs>
0: but I can't see a damn thing still. We are back to the top of the round. Guy, after that maneuver, you remember the last time that you fought Garum and Kavan, the flail wielder. Guy, you're among your knights in a private beer hall for the elite officers of Lodum. Someone's clapping you on the back for a job well done as you set down your drink on the night of your ceremony. Mary Parrish, a gladi e wielder, is sitting next to you and he says, Great work, General. I don't know how we'd do this without you. The way you deal with those bureaucrats just as well as you deal with the monsters outside really is inspiring to be part of your circle.
4: Everybody has a fear, is what I've learned. You just had to learn how to exploit it. Uh, chilling, General. Uh, thank you. <laughs>
0: God. You hear a grumble from behind you. It's Garamond Cavan. He says, <laughs> "We're the Runs doing the real work, after all. Nothing would succeed without our sacrifice."
4: It's true. We do get most of the work done, but remember, we don't do it for the praise or the accolades. We do it for the
0: betterment of Lodom. He takes a step towards you, he says. We, General. I don't see the scars on your face these days. Look, I never asked for this
4: fancy parade or all of this
0: bureaucratic nonsense, but I'm afraid someone has to deal with it. Mary steps up again in between the two of you and says, Hey, we don't need to fight. We're all friends here, General. General. What's the matter? What's, what's gotten between the two of you? We can't have this. You know I wish I could be out there on the battlefield with the rest of you men. Do you? Is that what you really wanted, General?
4: Or have you grown comfortable? Do you doubt me, Garamond?
6: Of course not, General.
0: Later that night, Guy... You're at home. <sighs> you just finished taking off all your armor. You see a shadow in the threshold, your dutiful wife. She says, What? Shall I d- draw you a bath,
4: sir? Mm, yes, quite.
0: Very good. I, I shall. Cue baseline. <laughs> Would you like any company, General?
4: Hmm. No, I've had about all the company I can take for today.
0: I understand. Um, our daughter has asked to go out with some of her friends tonight. Um, do you think that would be permissible for a general's daughter to be out past curfew? Mm. Do you know these friends? I've met some of them. Their parents, their teachers. Good crowd, I think. I just wouldn't want it to risk your reputation,
4: General. Was she not out late last night and the night before?
0: She was. What is that
4: girl doing?
0: I, I'm i sorry, I shouldn't have asked. I'll let her know.
4: Yes, don't let it happen again. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: <No>!
0: <laughs> she disappears for a while, closes the door, and leaves you to your bath. Afterwards, um, after you've kind of toweled off and made yourself decent once more, she knocks on the door. Yes? She knocks on the door again and says, May I enter, General? Um, guy, uh,
4: shines up his mustache a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. You may.
0: She steps in. She says, um, one of your knights came looking for you just now. He wanted to know if you'd come see him for a nightcap.
4: Ah, very well. Uh, Which one was it?
0: Um, it was, um, Garamond Kevin. I'm not mistaken.
4: Garamond, hmm. We had a bit of a disagreement today,
0: but... Perhaps he came to apologize. I bet that's it. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? He gets to go out late and I don't? Mother, what in the hell? This is not okay. This is not permissible. I am an adult, and a mighty general. You're nothing, okay? You're like six-five, six-six. What does that make you? An asshole. (laughs) Young lady. She holds up a middle finger.
4: I'm going out with Garamond. You deal with this insubordination.
0: She throws her eyes up at her mother and waits. Guy not far outside. Meet Garamond. He's got his flail with him. And you brought your sword. Viren's words hang heavy on you. You do what you need to do to secure the loyalty of Lodom. There will be no digression from this path two of you share a silent walk to the edge of town and Karaman says i've had some things in my mind general yes i bet you have you've turned a blind eye to reality the Lodum that you worked to build that's not what this is i'm afraid you've lost sight you've become ignorant no longer follow you
4: I have lost sight and yet you refuse to follow orders you go rogue and abandon your post
0: i know what's best for the city better than anyone better than you you hear a jingle as a chain link falls loose at his side his flail at the ready i'll do what i have to do for lodum as will I, Garamond. And Garamond is not half the fighter that you are, for all his boasting. Within seconds, his head was on the floor. It was the same story for Danathan Hawk. Just a week later, it was the same story for Brandon Brash. Then Mary Parrish. Then Michael H., then Johnny Wilder, then Michael P., then Louis Valtherin, and then Farthing, then Alastair of Silvery, then Kellen the Bear, and then Kevin. Kevin? Oh, Not Kevin. No. Twelve of your night sky at your hand. You remember them all in this moment. And it's Poppy's turn again. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> um. Are they all wearing armor? Because they're yes. all knights. Okay. Poppy is going to run up to the next body
0: mm-hmm.
1: and slap it with shocking grass.
0: Okay, cool. As the singular gladius wielder,
1: I have to make a melee spell attack. Okay. Uh, I have advantage on it yep. if they're wearing armor. Correct. Nat twenty. we nice. oh, oh Again. <laughs> Not a nat twenty. Um, so it's a D8 lightning damage, but it's a crit. Do I double it? Yeah, I double it. Okay. Yeah.
5: Woo!
0: Yes.
1: Oh, it's at fifth level, so I have two D8. Double that. You're going to fry him in that armor. <laughs> 26 lightning damage. Really? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay, Poppy you reach up with your shocking grasp charged into your hand and get close enough to this Dullahan body. I
1: want to punch him in the nuts.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Really quick. You reel
0: back and go to punch this guy in the nuts. Sorry, not guy. You punch this dull hand, other dull hand, in the nuts. But before your fist even makes contact, that eager lightning jumps off of your hand into its armor, and he starts to convulse, and you see the strobing light. And for a second, for some reason, he turns completely black, and you can see his skeleton. Okay. With that, he is vanquished. (laughs) You hear the Gladius clang to the ground, and you can see under that sheet across the room, one of the head's hair is sticking straight up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves one body, six heads, in a blanket. It is now the head's turn. You hear another wail come from underneath that canvas, that blanket, the Cloak of Lodum. You hear, TRAITOR! And the only remaining dolahan takes a swing at Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my third natural one. Oh,
5: my wow. Oh my oh. I'm witnessing this. It's real.
0: Third natural one of the night.
3: That's insane. You're cursed. Uh, it's every other rolling really guy. well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. And this is the flail one. Okay. <laughs> I thought flail one was gone. Uh, Gladius just died to electricity. Oh, no. Ha- it was Hammer.
3: Hammer, Hammer and died. Gladius yep. are dead.
0: The flail guy walks towards you, guy. Calmly wraps the chain around the stick and hands you his flail. Because what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next up is Aaron.
5: Aaron's gonna hide. Great. Back down into my crate.
0: Okay, get that stealth roll real quick.
5: 18.
0: Yeah, you win. Um, <laughs> uh, you win. Heads D&D. clearly have disadvantage.
5: She- <laughs> And then I am going to just do a crossbow bolt yep. into the heads yep. in the blanket.
0: Okay. Can't go wrong.
5: Going to hit one of them. Uh, shooting heads in a blanket. hmm
0: Don't love that.
5: I don't. 21 to hit?
0: Yep. Sneak attack.
1: I feel like you'd be hidden either way.
0: Yeah. If, is putting a sheet over something else getting, I... giving everyone else hidden?
5: My double hits. <laughs> Okay, 26 damage in total to the head. Yep. Kay. Um,
0: yeah, uh, you fire an arrow into this sheet and you're just you're like. Ugh. <laughs> 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 um, next up is Doran.
2: Um, Doran, uh, gives guy a wink, uh, bardic inspo, mm-hmm. and then um, you. <laughs> turns to the blanket of heads and. You put all your heads together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep that one. No, this is
2: good, this is good. <laughs> you put all your heads together. It,
0: I'm just going to hide. I'm going to take an action and hide.
2: Hmm. One more time. If you, if, you, if you
0: miss it again, you just got to roll.
2: You put all your heads together, and this is the best you can muster vicious mockery
6: yeah. cruel oh, harsh words so beautiful, beautiful. Good, good job
2: first time nailed it good. seven seven psychic okay yeah. seven psychic That was to the heads yep and they have disadvantage
0: on their next attack roll all right uh yeah you shout that at the heads and under the blanket you hear oh. <gasps> <laughs> after doran we are led back to journey
3: two of the bodies are dead vanquished vanquished apologies Redead. I'm going to use a bonus action to move my hunter's mark to the remaining body. Okay. And then I'm going to attack. Great.
0: I love when you guys do that.
3: (laughs) That would be a natural one. Oh, Oh, no. no.
0: no. Okay. You just weren't thinking, and you put the gladius in the bowstring. It didn't go very
3: far. (laughs) (laughs) I just have, like, too many things in my hands. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Gladius falls to the ground. The gladius
5: is now blunted. It is useless.
3: Damn. All right.
5: Well, the tip is blunt. Can okay, I mean, he has old rusty shit anyway. It's still hit.
3: Um, with it. I'll do my second attack.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fifteen to hit.
5: On
0: the body. Yeah. No.
3: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. You all hear the sharp plink as an arrow slaps the armor. Doesn't. Journey sits on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, next up is Guy. Journey has run out of energy for this.
3: <laughs> I've had a day. <laughs>
0: guy looks down at the flail in his hand and
4: looks up at the one he thinks is G- Garamond. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk over and hand the flail back. Okay.
0: Yeah, the body seems a little bit bewildered. It's also not fighting you in this moment. Let's settle this the fair way, Garamond. The way we used to. The flail drops to his side and starts spinning. Please just murder him with one hit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will do an attack with a sword. Okay. 23. That hits him. 12, I think. 12 damage? Yep.
0: All right, still standing. After that first slash, you see him kind of list off to the side as if he's not going to get back up, but he does. That's a nineteen to hit. He's coming up with the flail to knock your head off your shoulders. But before he can raise the flail, you drop the sword. Oh. Might not be enough. Oh? Seven. It is exactly in an- <laughs> you do indeed vanquish him from forty-three to fifty. Congratulations. Three dollah hand. Bodies have been vanquished. You see that those defeats had no effect on the greater mass of heads towards the back of this room. We are back to the top of the round. And Guy once again disappears into his thoughts. (laughs) Oh, I
5: was like, what?
0: Guy, with the burden of 12 executions hanging off of you, the 13th weighs on you heavily. Your 13th night, an unlucky number, but he himself requested to be a part of this, to be within your circle and... Who could deny the request of a prince? You're entering into the Grand Vestibule, where only officers and royalty are allowed to be. You're in the archives, in the Hall of Memories. And that's where you find Prince Lodum. My leash. Guy bows. General, I didn't expect to see you here. What is going on with this city, General? What's happening? It seems our men are are so distant, our... The spirit seems wrong. I fear the worst. I fear it's Lady Viren.
4: What do you make of this? Things do seem bleak lately, but... Like all of us, Viren fights for the nation of Lodum, does she not?
0: I wanted to believe the same thing. He looks up at you with
4: sad, sad eyes. As a leader, you must know of the many sacrifices we have to
0: make to build a better world. Of course I do. He's looking down in his hands, and he's holding a small wooden jar. And Viren's words are ringing through your head, Guy. You will do what's necessary as you've done before. Don't let your courage falter in the final hour, General. They may spin stories about us, absurd machinations that they'll present, but you must be true to this city. And the prince is looking you dead in the eye and he says... I found this, General. A a memory, a stored memory. From Viren herself. She is an agent for the Fae. General, we have already lost a war we didn't know we had been fighting for years. We shut out everyone around us. We killed everyone who spoke ill, all according to their plan. Who gave you that? General, no, I found this on my own. Please, please, General, tell me you're here to listen. This could easily be some sort of
4: plant to turn you against all of us. Need I remind you the king himself
0: placed Varen in his charge? You see him begin to weep, and he blinks his eyes fast and hard up at you. He takes one step towards you. His hands are empty, and he raises them to your face. Please, General, please. And Guy, you knew what you came there for. And you knew how hard this would be. Because your whole life, everything you did, you did for Lodom. Poppy, it's your turn. (laughs) lovers? I don't know. Are they loved because he did
1: it for, lo- for Lodom? I don't know. Oh my
3: god! His wife.
1: I mean, he doesn't like his wife, clearly. <laughs>
3: his poor, sad family. Good god. <laughs> okay, co- Okay. how come all teenage girls are the worst
1: <laughs> when Tim plays Because them? I only have
0: one teenage girl. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I don't mean to misrepresent the whole group of people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the heads, for now, are contained, yeah?
0: They're under a blanket. There's no more bodies. They've all been vanquished. But... Guy, you see little licks of flame popping out from underneath the cloak of Smallcastle that's draped over this head amalgam thing. You know that you will lose this cloak to fire unless you pull it off. All right, these things aren't going to stay under here forever. If I yank
4: this off, are we all ready to finish the job?
5: Hell yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
4: I'll just uh, walk over and yank it off. Okay.
0: Um, as you do, you see a brief gout of flame like a backdraft kind of burst off of this thing. And you get your cloak back. Poppy, it's on you. You've got a clear shot at these heads.
1: Is the heads <laughs> one thing? Yes. So if I cast something on the one thing, it affects all. Correct. I'm going to cast reduce. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> Traitor. Traitor. <laughs> It has to make a con save. Yep.
0: One of its higher rolls tonight, um, that is a 14 in total.
1: 14? Yes. Is my spell save. Pizza, pizza.
0: It's Piece of pizza. Uh, at the end of Poppy's turn, now that that sheet has been lifted, they uh, spin around and you see the flames kind of spill out of their mouth. They shout, traitor. Uh, but they get little more than like a matchsticks worth of fire out of their mouth. Uh, they cannot do their scorching ray beams. Uh, I guess heads spin around. <laughs> um, actually, they're going to charge towards Poppy They have to go down a little ways To get to Poppy, I think uh, So, we can get opportunity attacks From Doran, Journey, Aaron You can all see that this thing is starting To glow a little more as it's moving towards Poppy As if it's trying to Huff the fire inside of itself I'm going to save my reaction
5: uh, Aaron got a 17 to hit
0: Um, That hits the amalgam Okay
3: Five Eight. Does yeah. a nine hit?
0: Nine does not hit the above.
3: Didn't think so. Wait. Does bardic work for Yeah. this?
0: Yeah, you can still use it.
4: <laughs> does
0: 11
3: hit? Does 11 hit? Does not. <laughs> and I'm going to just keep this die forever. Yeah. I hope that's yeah. okay. Uh-huh.
0: Last up is Doran. You said you're going to keep your reaction? Yep. All right. Uh, the heads continue on towards Poppy. They don't quite make it to her, but it looks like they're glowing and enlarging a little bit, maybe? Um,
1: <laughs> oh, what do you want
5: from yeah.
0: me? <laughs> uh... Next up we've got Aaron.
5: Um, Aaron hides. Seems right. Bonus action. 14 to hide.
0: Doesn't have disadvantage anymore. Uh so that's a seven to find you. Nope. Great.
5: Can't see me. Right. Um, and then <laughs> I'm gonna shoot a crossbow bolt at that.
0: Mother. Oh, interesting. Okay.
6: You know well, that's new. Yeah. I got one
5: <laughs> hot move here. Nineteen to hit. Got
2: him. Got Advantage, too, just in case.
5: What's my, oh, because I, Hit. got it. No, no crit. Okay. Yes. Nice. 19 plus 4, 23 Hell yeah. normal bolt from a hidden space.
0: Very cool. Uh, that arrow bolt. disappears into the amalgam. You don't see it come out the other side. This mass of six fused heads has a crossbow bolt in it somewhere. Ew. Um, This thing is looking gross. It's like leaking viscera everywhere it goes. Uh, It is still like enlarging and growing that flame inside of it. It becomes clear at this moment. This thing is going to explode the second it gets to Poppy. That brings us to Doran.
2: Does this kind of look like it's going to blow and it can't reverse it? There's no
0: telling what will happen.
2: I'm going to use a couple things. So first of all, unsettling words Mm -hmm. on it which will give it a D8 um, penalty to its next save. Interesting, okay. Um, And I'm going to cast a spell, and it's going to be the suggestion spell. Okay, which has a uh, D8? Yep.
0: Um,
2: My suggestion is uh, gonna be like a sentence or so. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: (laughs) You wanna dance? Let's dance in that banquet hall.
0: Race you there. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. So a 10 overall.
2: That's not good enough. Okay, very
0: good. So um, they will uh, take that course of action. Okay. They are floating towards you, Poppy, and then they suddenly divert course. Doran's suggestion. It seems the dance is just what they would like at this time in the banquet hall for some fucking reason. (laughs) Um, You see them float out the open threshold that was destroyed by those Dolahan bodies out into the banquet hall and when it does you can all see that that banquet hall is already kind of destroyed. The floor is like leaning down at an angle. The banquet hall table itself is also like leaning into the floor and out it goes. Next up is Journey.
5: Did anyone get an opportunity attack when they floated out of the room? We already opportunity yeah, all, attacked uh, when they passed us. Not Poppy. I didn't. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's... Yeah, go for
0: it. They went right by you.
5: I,
1: I guess bop it with my rolling pin. Bop it. <laughs> Bake it. That's a nine. Because <laughs> I have a negative one to those. Oof. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you give it a swing and it's just, you like close your eyes and swing like crazy. And Poppy's just swinging back and forth. I can flex right over Poppy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can't quite reach. Um, Like a pinata. uh, That'll bring us to Journey.
3: Did I already move my hunter's mark to the heads? Yeah,
0: uh, you moved it to a body, not the heads.
3: Okay, I use a bonus action to move it to the heads. Okay. And then I attack. Great. Thank you. 25 to hit. Yeah. 10 damage.
0: After that first hit, you see a gout of flame just kind of pop open on this thing. It seems to be leaking like a balloon.
3: 16 to hit. That does hit. Finally. (laughs) 12 damage.
0: You see this thing in the other room take another arrow, another gout of flame starts bursting off the side, and then a third and a fourth and a fifth. You see it start to grow and shake and rumble, and it's not gone yet. It turns back around and looks at Guy. Traitor!
4: Stop calling me that! Guy is going to pop Form of Dread. Oh, yeah. It's a healthy three hit
3: points. (laughs) (laughs) Gentleman's three.
4: Then he's going to charge at the heads in the other room and take them at
0: melee range. A really smart tactical move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you all hear the clanging and jingling of Guy charging full bore into the other room. You see that thing begin to shake and vibrate wildly, grow twice its size and charge towards you, Guy. Here we go.
4: I am going to use channel divinity to add 10 to that roll. Okay. So it's like 21. Yes, a 21 would hit. I don't think this roll
0: matters. It does not.
4: But it's 15 damage.
0: When all you needed was one. (laughs) (laughs) With 15 damage, Kai, the instant your blade makes contact with this, it begins to bellow again and you don't let it. You all see a blinding flash of light. As the force immediately impacts you, you can all feel the heat of the explosion in the other room in the banquet hall. Guy, you take 10d6 fire damage. Whoa!
6: Oh, no. no!
0: They
4: literally can't kill me.
3: That is 42
4: Whoa. fire
3: damage. Oh, my goodness.
0: It's... And the rest of you see little to nothing when that explosion clears because that damage in the floor was worsened, was Made catastrophic by this explosion. The floor is gone. The table is gone. Guy has sunk down to the next level, to the next tier of small castle, and combat is over. We're out of initiative. You all right there, big guy?
4: Guy, are you down there? Guy? Can I hear them?
0: Yeah. Echoey, distant, but yeah. (sighs) I still live.
4: Okay, well that That went pretty well (laughs) They were right, you know
3: Right about what?
4: I I am a traitor
1: You've been really, really loyal To all of us, so I don't see why Anything a couple of Disembodied heads were saying Would matter Right.
4: No, it's all Coming back to me in bits and pieces I I was the one who led Lodom to ruin
2: Guy, bits and pieces Are not enough to we, we need to know much more Than that You weren't there, Doran I was there
4: These men we killed, they were all there You were doing it for something, though Yes.
0: I don't know if all that matters anymore. Guy, where you are is a tier down, another generation down in Small Castle as these levels go. Among the um, remains of that amalgam, you see one solid object. It looks like charcoal, but glossy and slightly green when it glows in the dark. We'll call this the necrotic heart. Uh, you may cast the Suggestion and Command spell at will, so long as it targets another Dullahan.
4: Whoa. Suggestion and
0: command. command? Yep. Additionally, once per day, if you would be reduced to zero hit points, you may choose to instead become a Mindless Servant with one HP, <laughs> obeying all commands that are given to you. Oh.
6: Amazing.
4: Mm. Is that reversed by healing? Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) Just a temporary state,
0: yeah. Strewn about the ground are also heavy, heavy weaponry. If you'd like to pick up a gladius, flail, or mighty hammer, these weapons are of Lodem. They require a strength of 12 to wield. They're one to hit and damage, and they stun, disarm, or prone on their successful attacks, depending on the weapon.
3: Yeah, I'll take some fucking gladi-E. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Upgrade my hand axes. Yeah.
2: Um. Doran kind of stands over by Poppy. I, uh, I can help you get down. I think he might need you right now. And I take out a wand and I guess levitate on Poppy. Kind of <laughs> levitate Poppy down.
5: Yeah. I love Doran just having a little <laughs> wand in his pocket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Poppy, you gracefully levitate down to uh right where Guy is.
5: Hi
1: Guy.
0: Oh, hey there, Poppy.
1: How how are you doing?
4: Oh well, it hurt a lot when that thing exploded in my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I felt the heat. That was really strong. Um, but I kind of meant more on the inside.
6: Yeah,
4: that's not great either.
1: Seems like a lot of weight to carry on your own.
4: Poppy, do you remember when we first met? I was on the run from Lapilis. We traveled together before we met, and once he saw my true form, he vowed to hunt me down, he called me Monster.
1: I've known you for a couple of years and I would never call you a monster. You might look scary sometimes, but but you aren't scary to me.
4: Thank you, Poppy. I
0: needed to hear that. Guy gets himself up and dusts himself off. <laughs> Guy, when you take a breath, you can smell that it's musty in here. This layer down here is much older, and it looks like a church or an empty dormitory, something like that. There's a crumbling brick floor with loose stones under every step and random detritus and scraps of wood and stone all over the floor, including an old sealed barrel of water, several feet of rope, and a few other random bits and bobs. There's a collapsed archway preventing your exit to one side and... The other is a flat brick wall, but in front of that wall is a single statue severely offset to the left. To keep it on top of mind, your mission is not complete. Yes, you repaired the barrier. Yes, you made it past the rats, but you still don't know what's causing the drain and what is sinking Smallcastle. The answer lies further down.
2: Can the rest of us start to climb down? Yeah, easily over time. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It seems we're one level closer to the core
4: of this place.
1: Um, Can I taste the air? Sure. Yeah. Just like this little area?
0: Okay, yeah. You taste nothing, which is really strange, because that's never happened before when you go to, like, sip the air. You expect it's something, even if it's gross. And then a long while goes by, and then something sweet
1: Um, guys, I
5: think maybe we should rest for a little bit. I was going to ask if, if Guy needed to take a minute, um, after getting blown up, halfway blown up. Are you okay, Guy?
6: Oh,
4: <clears throat> I could use a breather, I think. I don't want to slow us down.
1: I think it might be safe here for a little bit.
0: Short rest? Yeah, you guys can take a short rest. Doran
2: approaches the statue and just kind of um, looks it over. Yeah. Can I make a
0: investigate? Yep. Check. Ten. Okay. Uh, with ten, you don't see much, but you do see a plaque. Uh, there's a placard on this statue. It reads, The latest queen of Smallcastle, castle, Lady Alamora Valor, standing with none at her side, for she has no equal. Okay.
2: Yeah, Doran just kind of sits down then and takes a short rest. Okay.
5: Aaron walks up beside Doran while he was looking at the statue. Is the statue well made? Like, can I tell features and stuff pretty easily from it, or is it worn away?
0: It's a little weather-worn, a couple chips in it, but it originally, yeah, it was beautifully made.
5: Um, Aaron's going to, well, Doran's reading, try to transform into the statue, but it's very hard for Aaron... To do it from um, pictures and images, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of practice. So they're just sort of fading in and out between how Aaron looks as an elf most of the time yeah. to the statues look. But just testing it out.
0: Okay. Uh, your skin is, like, a little, like, otherworldly smooth, and you can't guess mm-hmm. at the coloration. And mm-hmm. so you have some kind of, like, statue-like qualities when you do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your hair is kind of one solid mass, and you're trying to figure out how it really should fall.
5: hmm uh, Were they a human?
0: Uh, yeah, a human woman. Yep. Yeah. hmm for there was no equal.
5: What?
2: Sorry? Oh, I was just reading the plaque. Yeah.
5: Oh, uh, and Aaron sort of shakes back into their normal self. What What did the plaque say?
0: The plaque said, The latest queen of small castle, Lady Alamora Valor, standing with none at her side, for she has no equal.
5: So you read that? <laughs> yeah. No equal. I wonder what that means.
0: They thought
2: uh, a lot of her, or at least... They wrote as such.
5: A queen from long ago, huh? She must have been something special then.
2: Well, they certainly wrote as such.
5: It's tricky to change into something that's art, I guess. I don't know. I'll have to keep practicing. Might come in handy later.
0: Yeah, you're pretty good at it. You're all kind of uh, repacking your stuff and ending your short rest here, and... Again, you've got a collapsed archway that prevents you from leaving one way and a flat brick wall in the other with this offset statue standing in front of it.
1: Is the flat brick wall slightly different colored?
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's uh, animated rather than painted.
3: Yeah. yeah. I would like to investigate the statue slash brick wall.
2: Okay. Can I help Journey and be like, see what the plank says? Plank says? No, you said plank. <laughs>
3: Do I get the help action from that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Is your investigation bad? Terrible. Oh. Minus one. Oh, why am I, I helping
2: you?
1: Because no one else does it, and I always do it. I'll, I'll like, wander up quietly next to you and go, hmm, and, like, look also, just because. <laughs>
3: Can I give someone else the help action? Sure.
5: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can Aaron remember this person's image from the stained glass windows they looked at a few episodes ago from the ship as we were coming in?
0: Mm-hmm. Give me a history check, yeah.
5: Okay, while they're doing also the yep.
3: investigation check. Sorry. Do the
0: investigation check first since yep. you guys declared that.
3: Journey and I are both going, hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why the statue's offset from this brick wall. Yeah, it does seem strange.
0: Okay. Eight. Nope. <laughs> Good God. All right. Yeah, nothing. All I'm right.
2: going to in- <laughs> Go ahead. give bardic inspiration to Aaron. Okay. And then can I also be like helping Aaron? No, you already had your chance. <laughs>
5: I think. What's your bardic inspiration for me, though?
2: You get a d8 to add to your. Total. No. What do you do? Um, I, I'm just uh, playing some soothing notes on the lute, just kind of like, yeah, you know, some
4: history music. Good. Another editing
2: task. Good. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna use that bardic inspo right now. God. <laughs> Why are we all rolling so bad? Uh, 12 total.
0: I mean, yes, you remember seeing this person. She did not have a king in her portrait. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Doran's gonna go up to the statue and try to push it towards the center. Give me an
2: athletics check. Okay. My queen. Ten.
0: Poor, <laughs> poor, weak, subtle Doran. <laughs> okay. Someone please help me push it. Why? Oh my God. Doran, Why you, you go doing? to push the statue and it kind of like leans as if it's gonna fall and you run in front of it and Whoa. catch it to stop it from <laughs> <Yeah>. falling.
3: <laughs> Don't at least look at it first.
0: I have been looking at it.
3: Yeah, well, all we've been is doing. Is, are there any marks on the floor that indicate that it's been slid?
0: No, but give me a bonus investigation check right now.
3: Oh, God. Please roll well. a <laughs> <laughs> are We're stuck in this room forever. That's a three that I rolled. Minus one, so two. What are you looking Kay. at?
0: What have nope. you? Uh, hey,
3: every time we go into a new place, you guys investigate. I'll push things. I'm How's that terrible. sound?
4: <laughs> okay. Let's just reset. Have we okay. uh, figured out a way out of this room yet?
3: I'm gonna start moving individual rocks out of the sure. archway.
4: Yep. Yeah.
1: Guys, is there anything special about this statue we can't figure it out?
4: <sighs> uh, guy smells it.
3: <laughs> oh my god! Why are we? Ah.
4: Uh, what's my smell modifier?
0: Anything? Yeah, you have an advantage on perception. (laughs) I almost corrected you. Smell
1: Smell save DC. (laughs) It's
0: spell modifier. No, it's smell modifier. Well, 13.
3: It was so annoyed. Hey, thirteen oh, I'm stone. sorry, did you want us to solve a puzzle in here? thirteen's
0: pretty good? So <laughs> Guy. Uh what you notice is um when stone rubs together, it gives off the slightest um like, like hot, yeah, hot, sulfurous kind of burning, mm-hmm. you know, like if you were to look down this hallway, looking at the statue, which is severely offset to the left, to the right of that is a platform equidistantly offset on the right where a king statue would go. Mm. You can see that a platform there has been uh, rubbing together as the plate there is pushed down. Did no one else smell this? Because it seems pretty
4: obvious you put the statue that's over here onto this platform over here.
1: Oh, is it
3: obvious?
2: You just follow your nose, probably.
4: The, I
1: mean, the that's,
3: narrator said king.
2: That, that's what I was trying to do.
0: I was just trying to push it over to there, obviously.
3: I step onto the platform.
0: <laughs> you... Step onto the platform, and you feel it sink a little bit, but nothing clicks.
5: I step on also. Can we move the statue, the queen, onto that
3: platform?
0: When Poppy also steps on the platform, it sinks a little more, but does not yet quite click.
3: I think it just needs to be suitably heavy. I don't think we need to move that other statue here. I think we just need to put enough weight on this. Guy
4: puts one foot on it. (laughs) Not quite yet enough. All right, he'll... Put uh, this whole thing on it.
0: You hear a (laughs) click and then a sudden grind. Nothing opens, but it seems it wanted to for a second there.
5: Maybe Hmm. we need to put the queen on the platform that they're on. There seems to be two of them.
0: What did the plaque say one more time? The latest queen of small castle, Lady Alamora Valor, standing with none at her side, for she has no equal. Are there any other statues in this hallway? No.
1: Guys, wait. Uh, I think we maybe we have her. to put her on yeah. the platform.
3: Let's put God her
2: on the other it. one. <laughs> All right. Here I go. I'm helping Guy.
3: It's <laughs> <'Kay. laughs> just unbelievable. You
2: get to roll
4: again.
0: 20 with Bardic. <laughs> to push we're gonna, it?
3: We're going to push gonna brute force this.
0: You push the statue. As you push it away, you see a platform underneath that statue. Click up. Okay. You get it to the platform on the right, and it sinks down, and it clicks perfectly into place. Nothing opens. All right. She stands with none on her side.
3: Why don't we just put her in the middle? No, no platforms. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> and then we all leave. Someone else, guy. I'm getting tired.
3: Question. Mm-hmm. Would I
1: have enough twinning clay? Yes. I'm going to do that.
0: Uh, sorry. You have enough twinning clay. When you make something with twinning clay, it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't grow to be that size. You just make a copy of it. I'm moving it to the center, so it's so there's no platforms. Okay. Let's take 10 on the athletics here. Uh, you push it towards the middle. You hear that thing click back. Nothing opens. Well, we're doomed. I'm looking for an anagram
2: at this point. Morally? So, <laughs> a strategy that you guys had tried earlier. Vimora. Morley Vamora, a strategy that you guys <laughs> can have I tried roll and- A history check on. <laughs> Shut
6: the Stop, fuck
0: check. Sorry. <laughs> a strategy that you all had tried earlier was leaving the statue where it was, and you all started to add weight to the other platform. It succeeded for a split second, and then Guy put his full weight on it, and it was too much.
1: Oh, oh it has to be the exact weight. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Put it back. Wait, wait.
4: Yes, weight is the key to this. The weight, Aaron. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So here's my idea. Put the statue back where it was. We go back journey me guy's foot full weight, right? And then I get off. Mm. Because I'm not very heavy. <laughs>
3: probably you don't need to go on at all then.
2: (laughs) Also, there's a lot of bricks and stuff right over there. Yeah,
3: maybe maybe we we just put a bunch of rocks on the platform. If (laughs) you want to carry
5: bricks back and forth, be my guest. Wait, wait, wait. I saw this on Taskmaster once. Water is the easiest thing Uh. to uh, to (laughs) measure. Tim's very pleased with me. (laughs) So if we can get the bucket of water that um, was talked about earlier. Yeah. Then we can be, just put that on there, and then we can just take water out until it's exact, because it has to be exact. <laughs>
3: that would work. Yeah. I go get the bucket of water, yeah. or is a barrel? You said yeah, a barrel. A yeah. Barrel of water. Yeah. It's oh, a there is a barrel. barrel full of water. Yep. Yep. God damn it.
5: And stones everywhere.
0: A bunch need yeah, to try to. Hey, I
5: sold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the only issue is that we would have to get off of it mm-hmm. to leave.
0: So, little by little, pebble by pebble, drop yeah. by drop. You guys get the weight exactly right, and you find her equal. You hear a grinding of stone, and the brick wall at the end slides open.
4: She had an equal, and it was a barrel of water and a bunch of ropes. So the
3: moral of that was Sorry, everyone- the morally? Yeah, moral? yeah morally the
2: more. <laughs> I'm going to find that person, but everyone fucking hated right. this
0: person. Yeah. How
1: much rope was there? Uh, about
0: 63 in. feet and, and three, three and three-sixteenths. Three yeah.
1: Can I have that?
0: Sure. It's bad rope, though.
1: It's bad rope? It's old. Everyone else you got have things? You can rope. I was making jokes. Okay. Yeah.
4: I think everyone starts with rope, right?
0: Yeah. All right. Through that hidden brick wall back here, you see what might be considered a shortcut. You see a tall silo, a spiral stone staircase that turns ever downward into the increasing dark
1: That's great. Let's go back.
3: I don't trust this shortcut.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So when we get here, we're going to be meeting a great beast. And we want to help it, right?
3: Yeah, of course.
2: Or we could run into whatever is draining the bismite. And we need to stop that. No matter who it is.
1: It could be the great beast that's doing it.
3: If it is, it's due to some corruption. It has to be. Yes,
4: yeah, so what are we thinking of this vermin lord, Trick? Do you think he's a real straight shooter?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure what to think anymore of them.
1: Yeah, Trick. Trick is going to be real straight with us.
0: As you all descend, you see a landing on each level. And on each level, a door to a kingdom. Each generation of small castle built on top of each other, spiraling downward, ever downward, through the years.
2: Maybe we got a ways to go still.
0: (laughs) By the time you reach the bottom, it seems the darkness has taken an otherworldly hold on the air in here. Shadows creep closer, fighting back the light coming from Journey's hair. It almost feels like being deep, deep underwater where even the brightest light struggles to survive it's quiet but somehow not serene a still pool of water with a statue standing in it holds a small placard with an etched poem I promise it's not a puzzle
1: (laughs) I was about to write it down (laughs) I don't know if I trust you
2: what's it say Doran will approach thank you for asking
3: we skip it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. it.
0: just fucking kick it over. <laughs> yeah. Stupid statue. I be on it and woggle it.
1: <laughs> no one likes
0: poetry. The placard reads, Once upon a time, when the moon was clear and the veil was thin, in the very spot you're standing in, a plea to the dark met a roaring din, and a deal was made with the beast within. A castle nation yearned to grow, but without the stone, they'd nowhere to go. Likewise, the beast had little to rule, his ambition great, but his domain minuscule. He carved his caves in blind design, and the stones he loosed he gave to grind. So the castle above could stack and build, two kingdoms thrive in a bargain fulfilled. and then you see it. A small, inconspicuous wooden door with generations of scratch marks etching the wood between the iron bindings. The last door in Small Castle. The one that separates the caves from the castle
3: proper.
4: What did that thing mean, two kingdoms? Uh,
3: Maybe it's talking about what Trick built down here and what the kingdom built above? The Rat Kingdom. Only one way to find out.
5: Aaron approaches the door.
0: Aaron, you push open that door. And after the creaking stops and the light floods into that next room, you see defiled ground. So thick with dark magic that it tinges the swirling mist on the floor. You see natural stone caverns that now guide your way ever downward past tributary hallways that all seem to point into the same dark chamber. You hear something from behind you. A clanging, a jingling metal. You see a shadow rounding the corner, and you hear, Guys, guys, uh, I found you, oh my god. Uh, Mikey, this this guy, he, the Peter Lapilis, he's after you. This asshole's gonna kill you. He told me himself, guy, he's gonna try to kill you. I'm sorry, I had to get down here and warn you. That's.
5: Mikey, how did you get down here?
0: It, it was a long way, and things kept trying to hurt me, and I had to go in my shell for a while, and then I fell like six floors or something. Uh, but I made it. And, but but Lapilis is coming. He's hot on my heels.
5: I'm gonna roll a perception check. Yeah. Is it really Mikey?
0: Go ahead. That would be an insight.
3: Insight check. Sorry.
0: As far as you can tell, it's really Mikey.
3: I would love to do a feel check to feel if it's him.
0: Awesome. Give me a a perception with advantage in this case. 13. A 13 is enough in this case because your Ganymede abilities only function if you indeed know that person. Mm -hmm. You can confirm this is actually Mikey. He made it down here on his own, with a tiny dagger in one hand and chainmail draped over him.
3: Oh, Mikey, what are you doing?
0: You guys, I told you I wanted to help, and I figured the best I could do is give you a warding.
1: Mikey, this is the worst time you could have found us.
0: Why? What is that? What is what? Amid the darkness, looking from this cave into a larger, darker chamber... You have no idea how big it is in there. You see a rolling wave of shadows, like a silent, furious ocean in the dead of night. Black rats, by the hundreds of thousands, undulate as one shapeless pool. A piercing screech rings out, a chill rolls up your spine. Not a hundred feet from you, standing on a massive stone outcropping, a hulking, blind rodent screams. And when it does, you see a drift of pink light float up from the ground, up from the rats all around you, into the body of the great beast. You see a hulking, blind mole rat perched on a stone outcropping looking down at you. You guys, what is that?
3: Hockey, I can need you to get as far away from this room as you can and her down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Journey slowly with her hands in front of her as if to say like I mean no harm. Takes a couple of steps forward into this doorway and steps forward and says "Vermin Lord trick." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: You hear, as it steps down, crawling down the wall towards you, gets to the ground and says,
3: I'm Journey and I'm I'm here to help you. (sust) Help me. This this Skyland is going to fall. No. Liar. Not a liar.
4: He comes
0: for you. It comes for everyone. It came for me. (laughs) And he gets close to you, Journey, and circles you, separating you from your party.
3: Uh, Who are you talking about? Uh, Is it the the blue-eyed creature?
0: This thing half the size of a bus is now weaving in between your party, getting close to each of you, not quite touching, but sniffing, smelling, all the while stepping on his own rats. Mm Mm, Blue eyes Yes Came for me He came for my eyes But I had no eyes to take And so instead he Gave me Everything And you see all over his body Hundreds of eyes Ah. You
6: hate
0: to see it The rats all around him kind of go up on their hind legs in some kind of reverent ceremony, and then they die. They fall backwards and die, releasing the last of their magic to the great beast. Ah. He comes for you. It looks at you, Journey. It looks at you, Doran. It steps closer to you, and you can tell it's looking you dead in the eyes. You can see some kind of blue flaming glow reflecting in its own.
2: Doran glances around and is trying to read any sort of like Bismite interactions happening, trying to see w- where are things flowing. It's clear like the death of the rats are going to trick, but I'm still focused
0: on Bismite. Bismite, yeah. where's the Bismite? It makes sense to you in the moment. These rats are coursing through the island, taking magic from people, from Bismite, from everything, and they are all tithing to the great beast. This island is doomed. Doran, make a perception check with advantage. Natural 20. Oh, bitch. You hear something unexpected. Not from in this cave, but from far outside. A deep, pulsing, burning. God, you feel sick to your stomach. And then it all happens way too fast. The entire room begins to shake. With a huge blast, rocks start falling from the ceiling, and you're all knocked off your feet. The Vermin Lord doesn't know what's happening. The Vermin Lord escapes, it moves away from you. There's another blast. The island is starting to rumble, but not for a lack of bismite. It's something else, and it's something huge.
3: Everyone gather up. Guys, what's going on? I. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I came down here. It's alright, Mackie, get close.
0: There's another cataclysmic explosion somewhere on the island. You hear Maisie's muffled voice coming through. I'm sorry, I have no choice, I have to turn it on, I have to make it bigger, I'm sorry, please try to get to safety. Make what bigger? Your teeth vibrate and you feel the ground shift. The moment you make eye contact with one another, there's another blast and then another and then a burst of dust and light from the cave wall near you as it crumbles giving you a clear view to the clouds outside and a massive airship. You hear the deafening burn of a dozen massive spark engines from the very same ship that knocked you off the bridge in farewell, the Leviathan, piloted by the Iron Mad Guild of Lodum, with Viren at the helm. Oh no. Guy, you can sense it. she is on that ship somewhere and the island is being bombarded with more cannon fire. You can see that they've managed to weaponize bismite somehow. Pieces of the island are falling through the clouds all around you, but looking up, you can see that that protective shield around Small Castle has tripled in size to cover the island, but not you. There's a desperate lurch as the ground beneath you begins to split away, and you begin to freefall.
2: I try to grab for Mikey. Acrobatics, maybe? Yeah. Okay. 19. You grab his hand. Hold tight, Mikey.
0: Ah.
1: Do we have an echo bell to... Kesher. Kesher.
0: Uh, I believe so.
1: Kesher, Kesher, come in!
0: You're starting to hear static coming back through.
1: I can't, can't get a hold of her.
0: It's a null mist. Sure enough, you all smell this strange ozone scent of the null mists filling your lungs as it spills into the room. Before you even understand what's happening, it's already too late. Doran, not for the first time. You're free falling through the mists. You feel the cold dew soaking your clothes, but your racing heart has you otherwise numb. It took you so long to get back the first time. It was such a big part of your life and there's nothing you can do as you listen to the wind whistling in your ears. And then finally, the mist breaks, and you can see a mile below you, a black lake, an inky, withered forest bathed in sickly twilight from the clouds above, all covered in crumbling ruins from the falling skylands above, a place you know to be the darkest Cruelest lands in all the Feywild. wild. Ah. Fuck.
1: We're not done yet. Of course we're not. What a sound of our misery.
5: <laughs> now we're in the dark. Oh, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I'm spooked. I'm already scared. Journey. Mm
0: hmm. You're back home. Oh. You're in the deep woods of the Fern Glade, where the veil is thinnest and the Fae travel freely. You're surrounded by your tribe, your family, and there's a certain vibe in the air a lightness, a strange elation. Everyone who meets eyes with you smiles back. You see Goodlook sitting in a tree watching out for the others. You see all, setting nuts and berries onto large leaves for anyone to eat as they please. You see your own sister, smiling at you as she approaches. You see, in your tribe, people are named for the things that they do, and while nobody could figure out just what your sister was best at, they all loved having her around, so they called her Jazz. (laughs) Your own excitement begins to grow, as you see your family bringing in more dry wood and fallen branches from the forest, perfect for a bonfire, bigger than any before. You hear singing begin at random, voices joining and leaving as an otherworldly ecstasy washes over the forest. You see the face of Lenati but that all snaps away, gone forever. You blink hard, but that darkness doesn't clear. You're in the Feywild, but you are nowhere you've ever been before. You are in the darkness, unsealy territory, the land of autumn and winter, the land of death. You see gnarled trees, wicked, sharp-looking plants and lurking movement in every corner journey you are surrounded. But those rabid creatures of the Feywild, they don't dare enter the glow of your Feybuds. Your friends are here too. And they do not have the light of the Feybuds. What do you do?
3: I immediately go into primal savagery mode Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep that going the whole time I'm here. I know that the best defense here is a good offense and I'm safest if I look dangerous so I grow those long fingernails that turn into claws and let my teeth sharpen into longer fangs and crouch and as I do so I also send out as many of my fey buds as I can spare to where I feel my friends are
0: buds disperse, leaving enough to protect you from the darkness here. Guy. There's a ringing in your ears. You don't have your sword or your pack or your body. Oh no! You can see little but the thick darkness around you and a thorny branch that slices at your cheek. Hello?
4: Hello? Poppy? Anybody? (laughs) What, who who's there
6: I get to kill somebody
4: look to kill somebody uh, sounds great can you can you help me out first
0: poppy you're in a thicket of low shrubs the sound of gurgling wildlife surrounds you and something massive is moving towards you crushing everything underfoot
1: can I tell where it's coming from
0: directly in front of you
1: I'm in a curl up as small as possible underneath the shield if I still have it? Yeah. Okay. And just try and, like, flatten.
0: Yeah. Okay. Erin. You're near the edge of water. A small black pond. You see a strange blue glowing light just under the water at the edge. It catches your attention. What do you do?
5: Does the color look familiar? It does. Erin reaches in to pick it up out of the water.
0: You notice in this moment you're missing your pack, your belongings, your weaponry. But what you find here in the water is Doran's broken rapier. The rapier of warning. And it is glowing blue right now. Indicating that something means you harm.
5: I'm gonna take it and then try to climb a tree. (laughs) And hide.
0: You stand up and turn around, Aaron. And when you do... Looking at smoke, and then you're looking at you, <gasps> Doran. It's worse than it possibly could have been. Nearly all of your belongings are missing, and you've landed in the mire, the swamp-like fen that surrounds the lake, home to every murderous denizen of the Fey. Your supplies, gone. Weapons, gone. I'm looking around for Mikey. I was holding his hand. You don't see him in the darkness here. Okay. Um, do I have Ganymede? Don't. You don't have your echo bell. You don't have your string. You don't have your party. I, um, immediately try to kind of hide and then look around a bit. Yeah. You find some low debris that you're able to kind of shroud yourself into, but you know that no place is safe for long. Not everything relies on sight here. You know that.
2: I hope she doesn't find me. Um, I'm just going to try to find my belongings or
0: anything that might be useful. Yeah. You, uh, stumble on something hard and large on the ground. You hear... Uh. I cover Mikey's mouth.
2: Mikey? Yeah? You need to listen to me. Uh, Did we die? Don't talk. Don't say a word. I will leave you. (laughs) If you speak. We're in real danger. He stops talking. And I help him up listen to everything I say, you understand? You hear something snap off to your left, Doran.
0: Okay. By the height of it, by the size of it, redcaps.
2: Move, and I uh, just try to um, help
0: him up and then start running, basically. Too late. Okay. they're on you, they're circling you. Okay. But then... Ooh.
1: Then Tim
3: disappears. Um, what? What's happening?
4: I'm more scared
2: now.
3: <laughs> I'm so scared. I don't know. Oh,
2: okay. What is this? What?
3: <gasps>
2: oh! These are heavy. Whoa.
0: Check this out.
3: That's so cool. <laughs> Oh, my God. They're so heavy.
0: Very cool. What? I've just uh, presented all the players with a glowing metallic D20. Doran, in that moment, you accept the end of your life for the third or fourth time. A fey bud from nowhere (laughs) flies in front of you and begins to circle you the red caps all rear back they won't go in the glow of the fey bud
6: hey little guy
0: Really sticking up for us can you take us to journey it bobs up and down okay let's go as Mikey begins to step away, it like smacks into Mikey as in, don't go farther from me than that. I do my best to keep Mikey in line as well.
3: <laughs> Good luck.
0: <laughs> and I think that's where we'll end it.
3: Ah, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, the stress.
0: We'll stay on for just a moment longer. I wanted to introduce something else that's a little bit spectacular about these dice. If you place your right thumb on 16 and try quite hard. You'll notice these dice split in half. They're also interchangeable with each other.
1: <gasps> Wait, what?
0: While you're in the Feywild, feel free to mix and match your dice as the Fey buds interchange to take watch over you.
4: Tim, that's so fucking cool.
0: Okay. Um, I'm Tim, you're a GM.
5: Uh, I'm I'm Hannah, playing Aaron, shell-shocked. <laughs> uh, this is Tara, and I am Journey.
2: I'm Thomas, and I'm Guy. I'm John Plain Doran
1: and I'm Maggie and I'm Pop Kenmore.
0: Share the show with people you love and we'll see you next time.
2: <laughs> we'll give all of you metal dice at glow and separate